How's it going? It's going good. Um, kind of been awaiting this interview just because of how amazing it is that like I'm in Toronto and it's like seven and you're in the morning. <laughs> That's amazing. It's seven there in the morning. It's seven p.m. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's nine here nine here <laughs> yeah you're in you're in the next day that's that's amazing yeah it's so cool <laughs> but yeah um how is everything going on with you and you know your family with everything going on in the world how are you i'm good i think um we're pretty lucky in australia i don't really know what the situation in canada is but we're kind of we've been locked down within our states so yeah. we can't really go to other states but um and I'm in Sydney, so there's relatively low cases. So my mom's a teacher. She still works. My dad's works in advertising. He still works. And my sister's at uni. She can go in every so often. So it's pretty normal here at the moment. Like, everyone's still careful. But, yeah, we've been really lucky so far. That's good to hear. Uh, being from Toronto, um, were you went into, like, a state of emergency back in March? But yeah. over the course of the past couple of months, we went into these different phases. So we're currently in phase yeah. three and we're doing really good. Everyone wears a mask. We're all social distancing. Yeah, so we're all doing really great. Oh, good. That's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. Similar to here. Yeah. Uh, just to start, uh, my name is Jabril Osman. Uh, this platform is called, Studio, is called Studio One. Um, it's yeah. a platform where I get interview international artists like yourself artists across Canada and local artists in Toronto is just a platform where I could have conversation with artists and really, you know, shine a light on artists that I really want to talk to. Yeah. So thank you for being on it. Um, before we begin, I know you're just about to, can you briefly introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Alex the Astronaut. I'm a musician from Australia. Amazing. Um, on the topic of you know this year and things like that i noticed you know you did like really amazing initiatives with your music and you know um getting funding for certain things like that can you touch upon that before we really dive in to the music because i think that's really cool yeah um two of the songs on my album um have donations to specific charities um thanks yeah donates to the Aboriginal Legal Services, which is a um, charity here that helps Aboriginal people get free legal services. Yeah. Um, and then I Like to Dance, it's the 1-800-RESPECT service, which is an Australian counselling service for, and they do service, um, like help with uh, accommodation and stuff for people that are in domestic domestically abusive relationships and trying to leave um yeah so those are the two charities that we chose i think those two songs it felt too weird to earn money off them mm -hmm. um and then i shaved my head for my friend who was a nurse in new york and they didn't have any masks so we tried to get i tried, the first thing we tried to do is get masks like from yeah chemist here um and me and the chemist up the road we like had became friends because we like kept trying to work out how to get these masks that we had to america because there was like i don't know uh, but yeah in the end it was just easier to raise money so i just 
shaved my head and then gave we got eleven thousand Australian. So I don't know how much that is. I think with uh, everything that's going on, you're seeing so many different artists, you know, really using their platforms and really pushing that. I think that's amazing. And I know it's been a really tough year for everybody, but I think that's really an amazing highlight for artists like yourself and seeing that. Yeah, we've had um, having the bushfires at the start of the year. I think artists around the world are kind of looked to to raise money. So lots of Australian artists did concerts. We all did concerts and we all did fundraising for the bushfires. And so it's kind of just a continuation of that, I guess. Yeah. And now um, talking about your early roots, I know you grew up in Sydney. Um, you spent some time in London and uh, school in America. Um, before you talk uh, talk about those travels, what was it like, you know, growing up in Sydney? You know, me being from Toronto, I'd love to hear that. You know, how was it like growing up in Sydney? Um, it was great. I I grew. I started school in Melbourne. Like I traveled a lot as a little kid. Um, I was lucky enough to live in lots of different places. I started school in Melbourne. Um, and yeah, I had a pretty pretty fortunate childhood. Played a lot of sport. Um, my parents are both very sporty people, so I was introduced to everything. I think I was like the I'm the oldest kid, so yeah, they like experimented all the sports on me. Like Dad wanted me to do athletics because he was did athletics, and then yeah. my mom played tennis. So they both had their eggs in their basket, and then I chose soccer which was the sport that neither of them played um but that was okay for them i think and then yeah um i don't know it was a lot of beach i think that would probably be the difference i think toronto is toronto inland uh, we, we do have uh our lakes and things like that so we do have, like oh uh, yeah major beaches around but yeah sydney's it's like a world away right when it's in, yeah in context so that must be cool yeah, lots of beaches. I think that's that's probably the most notable thing of my childhood. And I know, uh, you know you learned guitar at 13. Um, you know, you touched upon playing soccer and things like that. At what point do you think music really became the focal point? I know you had a lot of different avenues you could have uh, taken your you know, life and things like that. I know, again, touching upon learning guitar. At what point do you think you're like music. This is the thing I really want to pursue. Um, I think it almost came like it came in different, just the different streams kind of came in that I I was obsessed with music. Like I don't think my parents really know, but like for instance, my when I was like potty training in yeah. when I was like three or something, I asked for a drum kit. And like, I don't even know how I knew about drum kits, but I remember getting like a mini drum kit and being like, this is, I was just really interested in it. And um, I I was never very good at it. Like in school, I was never like one of those kids that picked up everything and could play all the notes and read music and stuff. I just, I just really liked it. And then when I was about, 11 that's when my friends started playing guitar so it wasn't really like me it was like my friend who I thought was really yeah. cool he was playing guitar and I was like oh I want to do that and so mom and dad bought me a little acoustic guitar and then I was like addicted and I couldn't like I would pick it up 
and play in the morning before going to school and my sister just hated it she was so annoyed yeah. I've got a little sister she's two years younger than me and I would play all the time and I was so like when I'd get something like learn how to play Wonder Wall or something I'd go and sit on the stairs before yeah. school and play and think I was just this prodigy like I thought I was so good and then like I would have been so bad. I was like 10 and I didn't know how the chord, to play the chords properly, so it would have sounded terrible. But yeah, I just loved it. And then eventually I learned how to sing and play guitar. And then around that time, I started changing the words of songs that I heard. And like eventually that kind of led in when I was about 13, I think, to start writing yeah. my own proper songs. And they were so bad. I've found some of them recently and it's embarrassing to read. But yeah, it's all about the everyone progress. Everyone has to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's all um, about the progress. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it was kind of, it wasn't really like, I think, I don't know, I around 16, maybe 15, we have like this thing in Australia called Triple J on Earth, which yeah. is like Triple J runs a radio station that's unsigned artists. And um, they have a thing called Triple J, uh, Unearthed High, which is where high school students submit a song. And so I think things like that, where I could submit a song and feel like someone was listening to the song that I was making or it was going somewhere. And I'd put my little songs on SoundCloud and I'd send them to my friends. And um, that was kind of the start of it spreading from yeah. just my bedroom and then, I would do all these courses in like how music business worked when I was in school and like how um, to get your songs on Spotify and stuff. I put some of my songs on iTunes, I think. And then eventually it just, yeah, I just was obsessed. So I just kept learning about it. And then eventually things started going my way. I was very lucky to meet some of the people that I met. And yeah, I don't know. And I was going to touch upon that later in the interview because um, a large part of why I built you know, Studio One was to give artists in Toronto like a platform because our media scene, there's not a lot of you know platforms where artists can really uh, send music or be interviewed, things like that. Um, yeah. Triple J, I know, is really important for Australia and Australian artists and things like that. Talk to me about the importance of, you know, having, you know, a hub where it's important to have like media you know platforms that really give artists like a platform i would love to hear your thoughts on that because i really do think cities it's so important for artists to have something to look at like a triple j yeah that made a massive difference to me especially being in school like i didn't i didn't never i never won anything i never like got even reviewed or any like so how it works is like you submit a song onto the website and then there's potential for it to be on the big radio station Triple J, which is like, I think growing up, like it was a bit, sometimes it was like a radio station that was too cool for school for some kids, but it was always talked about and known. And like, I think when we were finishing school, it was probably the radio station that everyone had on in their, in their cars. Yeah. And um, they, they championed, Australian artists and young artists and they uh, did proper feature length interviews with them and like there was like I, it, it's just it's like a, a system where yeah. like 
it seemed like when you got into it and and they made these superheroes for us like growing up you'd listen to triple j and you'd admire people like for me it was like ballpark music or i don't know i had lots of, lots of different little heroes but they built that and so and then they also built a path so they me just submitting my little song on the internet it felt like i did have a connection to that higher yeah. level and 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 i did get it and then it it did i was lucky enough for it to build to that level but yeah having somewhere where it feels like a start and it feels like there's potential for you to go onto another level i think is imperative for young artists because otherwise you just feel like no one cares and i think yeah. we at least with unearth it feels like someone cares and and it feels like there's potential for you as an artist yeah I think, um, I think but yeah i think, I think it's so it, important, it's really important what you're um, doing. but yeah um going to your music i know when you made the the two eps i read that um i know you just released you know an album i know i read that you weren't really listening to albums and you, you had to learn yeah. that whole thing talk to me about I guess that process, you know, you release EPs, you do all that, and now you're going into the album. Like, for an artist, you know, and learning about the whole craft, how is that for you? It's really interesting because I think um, it's like any job. Like, I think people expect from artists to kind of know all the artists. Like, people yeah. often say to me, like, my friends at parties will be like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, no. Yeah. I know, like, the same amount of artists, maybe a few more sometimes than most other people. And, like, I, I've i done, I've never done formal music school, so I don't know, like, I don't know lots of the music theory things. Yeah. And I don't really know about albums, and I've never really learned about that. Like, how I made music was... I would see a, see something happen or I'd think of something and I'd write down my phone and then I'd sit on my little bed and I'd try and play some chords that made sense for whatever it was and then I'd write out the song. Yeah. And then I'd go on to the next one. And that just kept happening, like from when I was probably 15, like when I probably started writing stuff and singing um, to, when, to now, like really. And, yeah, so when I, my song started being heard and on radio and stuff I didn't have this magical knowledge come into my brain it was yeah. just kind of like the same stuff that I already knew and so when people talked about albums like I I don't know I just I didn't have I never had a plan for that and it was not something that I had thought about making and so it took me a while to feel out what it would look like for me yeah and, and to segue that perfectly with your you know new album and uh again like reading about it um and listening to it you know this idea of like realizing nobody really knows what's kind of going on and you're learning and growing and realizing you know we all continue to grow and things like that i think that's a good point to make you know you didn't really know too much about albums but it's important to grow and thing and things like that and it's okay to do that as well so with really? this with this album you know what i know i kind of talk, spoke about it a bit but what does it mean for you and what are some of the songs on the record that really you know have 
big importance. I know you might say the whole album is important, but you know, what are some little stories of special moments on the album? Um, it was really fun for me making the album because I made it, uh, I made four, six of the songs, five of the songs with my friends Sam and Dan who were in that the band Ballpark Music, which is a band that when I was little, I thought was really yeah. cool. And then they became kind of my music big brothers. And they were really great with that learning thing because I'd come in with songs and they would just help me build them because I knew nothing about production. So with songs like um, Happy Song, they would let me play stuff on the piano or like they would let me um, make, come up with synth sounds, even though I didn't know how it worked. We'd just sit there for ages and then they'd play a bunch of drum beats and I would understand, like I would pick one out out of the three or something and, and I didn't have any of the words. So we'd have to kind of spend a while just sussing out what I actually meant. And yeah, it was just really, um, really wholesome and I felt really supported. And then with recording, I like to dance. That was, that was, I think, one of the most meaningful experiences. And writing that song, I wrote it with domestic violence liaison officers, which in Australia, those are the people that help um, mostly women, but men and children and people in domestically violent families um, get out. And yeah, I, that was, it was really intense and emotional, but just to see what these women had experienced and to see how much, how hard they've worked for so long, they'd worked in it for 20 years. And so I asked them questions for three hours and I was so generous with their time. And then I made the song with my friend Nora and two Australian um, singers. Jack River and um, Jen Boyce. And we just kind of sat in the studio for two days and recorded out the song. So that was really special. And yeah, and then the last four tracks I recorded in London at Rack Studios, um, which is like a really famous studio, which I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, with Jonathan Cornby and we did four songs in four days. So it was really intense. And I love being in London. It's I lived there when I was little and it's such a cool place. And yeah, to be able to record at that studio, I felt like proper rock star. And um, with music and this album, you know, um, and being a songwriter, there's so much of, uh, you know, writing your uh, own own thoughts and ideas and honesty into it. When it comes to releasing records, you know, even this album, you know, do you feel like the sense of relief when it's out or do you feel a bit nervous that, you know, people are finally listening to your words or things like that? I always have this weird thing happen where like when I've recorded a song, even if I think it's good and like I've like, I don't know, I've liked all the production until it goes out, I'm like, I'm not listening to it. I'm not going anywhere near it. I'm just kind of scared of it. And then when it comes out and people are nice about it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is all right. <laughs> and then, yeah, it happens every time to me without fail. And because this album has been going for two and a half years it was just like I thought it was bad like <laughs> until like it came out I was like oh it's so bad uh, like I know people are being nice about it but it's, it's probably bad and then 
then when I came out and people were super, really nice, I was just like, oh, okay. My grandma was really nice about it, like my aunties and stuff. So I was like, oh yeah, maybe it's okay. But yeah, I, I it's not, it's so strange because it's anticlimactic releases. Like I've always found like release days to be quite sad sometimes because you just wake up and you're like, all right, it's on the internet yeah. now. And then that's it. But yeah, I guess it's more sad because it's Corona and there's no shows, but yeah. As an artist, do you tend to move on really quickly with releases, or do you allow yourself to kind of appreciate the moment? Because I know, you know, you're saying it, it feels kind of sad that it's out. You know, um, how are you with your, you know, you with your work? You know, do you tend to just move on, or because I get the sense, you know, you, it's like your children, I guess, with this music, and you like to keep it, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit like that. Um, I, I like making new things like I think I my favorite part of music is making songs I think the set my second favorite is playing them on stage but that's not a thing at the moment so I just make a lot of songs and now I want to make album two and <laughs> I think I've got a meeting after this and I want to talk about that and my managers are it's been like not in two weeks so how are you chill uh, yeah, but yeah, I'll, I want to make new songs, but I also, I don't know. Yeah, I think I want, just want to make new songs. And um, usually when I get to the uh, end of interviews, I know we just talked about how there's no shows and things like that. I usually will ask an artist, you know, how is the rest of the year looking with shows and concerts and, you know, you just released an album. Um, but because of you know, COVID and things like that, that I have to change that question. So. Um, on the note of this album and growing, um, what's something you know, throughout this musical journey that has been an important lesson in growing up um, for you as an artist? I think that everyone is going through their own individual story and that people have always got their own traumas and um, intricate pain and they also always have love in their lives and friendship and these big, big universes of stories that you don't know about. And I think that's something that I have started to appreciate. And yeah, I think this year it's made me more humble and more willing to learn about, I don't know, the things that other people are going through. Yeah, sure. Um, again, um, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time out I think uh, to be on great. Studio One. Um, I think it's incredible that I'm in the evening and you're in the morning. And I, I think yeah. I think that's a, a testament just to how how wild life can be. I think that's incredible. Um, again, thank you so much. I really like your music. Um, congratulations on this album and um, enjoy the rest of your day and I'll enjoy my evening. Oh, thank you. And your shirt is so cool. Thanks. I love it. <laughs> I just got it. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, you have a great night. Yeah, great night. Night. Yeah. night. Right. yeah. Take care. Great sleep. Bye. Have a good bye. Bye. Studio One.